0: hello welcome to a bonus episode of time to say goodbye um we're gonna do this a little bit more frequently now um mostly to do a goodbye you our patrons and subscribers <laughs> on substack and patreon um and uh we're i don't know i'm excited to do it i think that when we envisioned doing the podcast that we thought that we would do more of this because we thought we were a growth industry now it turns <laughs> out as we will get to later that <laughs> There's a hard limit on <laughs> how much people want to listen to us. <laughs> now that doesn't mean that the, I don't know. I would say that the size of our audience is more than 10 times what I ever thought it would be. So we're not complaining about it, you know, but yeah. like there's some, I think all podcasts hit this thing where they kind of start hitting a plateau and then it's on them to bust through that plateau, you know, and just be like, okay, you know, higher ground. And uh, <laughs>
1: after you hit all the low-hanging niche fruit, like
0: the, left, like <laughs> yeah. the
1: left-wing Asian-Americans doing activities in I their know. communities.
0: Listen, <laughs> every Asian student at the University of Chicago already listens to this podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, So unless there's another University of Chicago, then we're going to struggle. But um, <laughs> we wanted to at least do this because we have a lot of Q&As that pile up. It's hard for us to get to all the questions, so we're going to go through them all today. I'm here with Tammy and May. You're yeah. gonna finally hear May's voice. May shots our producer. <laughs> um, and Tammy, how are you doing?
1: I'm okay. Still in Korea. I have about a month left here and um, dealing with some family drama, but I'm good. How are you guys? good?
0: I'm doing great. May, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> um I'm good. I'm good. Here in Brooklyn, it's a bit rainy today, but doing well.
0: Thanks. I'm doing great. I went down <laughs> camping this weekend with my oh, daughter Alice. and wife to some place near Monterey, California. Okay, that's enough farm talk. So we can, uh, let's go to the questions that you asked. The Tammy, do you want to read the first question? Yeah, sure. We have a lot of different topics and we want to get through as many of these as possible.
1: Okay, so we have a couple of questions stemming from Jay's reporting on education topics. Um, Jay just wrote a great piece for The New Yorker on uh, a Chinese immersion school. So we have a question about that. If SFUSD, the San Francisco School District, had implemented a lottery system starting at kindergarten, like Yuming, the school, that created a funnel into Lowell High School, which is an elite high school in the area, do you think there would have been less of a chance for recall? And I think they're talking about the recall of Chase Boudin.
0: No, the recall of the school board. The school
1: board recall, right, right.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think having a lottery system going into like what is seen as an elite high school starting in kindergarten is probably is like kind of problematic. Right. But what I will say is that there are schools that are in um, specifically one I think is in Anaheim in Orange County in California, where they have like the magnet system. But what they do is they pull from every zip code in the area. Right. And so it's not like just highest test scores. It's the kids that, that are at the top of different um zip codes and they started I think in seventh grade and in seventh and eighth grade the only goal of the school is to get everybody from the different school districts or different zip codes up to the same to the same point and then from ninth grade to 12th grade they're all like you know pretty much on equal ground and so you don't have like problems where kids are going to schools where hmm. perhaps they're a little bit behind by no fault of their own right because the school that they're in is is uh is struggling and